This is the Shopify Dropify, hosted by The Cut. So that's why every time I get asked um, business advice, I always tell everyone, make sure that your social media is strong online because that's what drives traffic to your website or a main, um, I guess, traffic source. Most of our referrals actually do come from Instagram. So we've launched... um, live chat on our website okay so our customers can actually jump on our website have a chat to us ask us about um certain sizing styles they tell us about themselves we definitely have cleaned up the website i think it's really important um, to make sure that the products are displayed correctly the website's clean there's not too much going on that's going to Um, I guess tire people out going through your website. You want it to be easy and for them to be able to filter through your products. Welcome to the Shopify Dropify, hosted by The Cut, to help e-commerce businesses with interviews and insights from experts and merchants. Hi there, and welcome back to the Cuts podcast. We like to call it the Shopify Dropify. My name's Ben. I'm a director at the Cut. Um, In this podcast, we're going back to a Shopify merchant um, and the owners of Styled by Bella. Um, I chat to Katerina, who's uh, joined in the room by Alexandra, who sits there nice and quietly and... uh, gives a little bit of direction here and there. So these two sisters are running a um, dress hire and makeup service. They're about six years into the business. Social media and influencer marketing is really important to them. Um, if you have an interest or a similar business in this sort of fashion sector, then you're going to find this uh, an interesting story. If you'd like to um, feature your business or you have an agency and you'd like to come on our podcast, just get in touch with The Cut anytime. We're happy to organise an interview with you. Um, We're here to help and we specialise in Shopify. So if you've got challenges or you want to look at growth or deploying new marketing strategies and increasing sales, then we are here to help. Um, Without any further ado, let's jump into this Shopify merchant interview with Styled by Bella. Katarina, please introduce yourself and tell us about your e-commerce business, when you launched, how you got started and and what you guys specialise in at Styled by Bella. Uh, Well, thank you, Ben, for having me here today. Absolute Um, pleasure. We should probably also say that your co-founder and business partner and sister is also in the room with us. So a big shout out to Alexandra, who's keeping an eye on things. (laughs) Making sure I'm... Saying the right stuff. Yes, yes. So, yeah, so uh, I'm Katerina and um, me and my sister, we launched our Style by Bella dress hire business in 2013. So about six years ago now. Okay. Um, We launched it because being European ourselves, we have a lot of events to go to. Um, and they're quite formal, so we always needed a new outfit. And, and what is your European heritage? Can I ask that? Our background's Macedonian. Macedonian, all right. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm Dutch, so I don't go to a lot of events that require me to wear big frocks, <laughs> but there you go, we're all we different. Do. 
And um, yeah, so I guess just being a girl and always wanting something new and fresh yep. and, and just knowing how much it costs and trying to find a solution to that. Yep. So we that's the idea behind Star by Bella. And so it really came from you guys and, and, and you both wanted, we're always looking for dresses and it was super expensive new. to buy them. <laughs> and were you reselling them on or? We were. You were yourselves, yeah. yeah. we were reselling them. Yep. And then when we started the business, we actually sold a majority of the stuff that we had and just reinvested the money. Okay. Um, and started up a whole new collection. Awesome. Which is like our private So wardrobe. it's a real passion project. It developed from a need that you both had yourselves yeah. and away you go so you know the uh, you know the ins and outs already from your personal experience it's yep. a perfect way to start a business <laughs> right you're in the perfect position so that sort of covers off the inspiration can yeah. i ask who is bella does bella exist so bella doesn't exist okay hopefully i'm very disappointed <laughs> about that hopefully um one of us has a little baby girl and we can name her bella oh that would be very cute imagine um, the marketing opportunities <laughs> around that launch a baby range <laughs> absolutely um, but the name bella funny because the business name was originally called bella dress hire boutique okay um and then i think it was only a couple of months later we decided we didn't like that name but we had already had established bella and people were knowing or going um knowing us by that sure sorry and then we thought um okay we need to change it and so i guess just added styled by and styled you know. by is a bit broader right so it allows you to do different things yes. you mentioning before that you actually do some makeup work as well so yeah so we do makeup and hair which goes hand in hand with the dress hire so you hire your dress from us and you can get your makeup and hair done very very good i wish we had video of this you both look uh, very stylish with <laughs> impeccable makeup and hair so there's a that you're a walking talking billboard for your own <laughs> services which is awesome um so our main aim with the podcast whenever we do it is to try and get you guys to sort of I guess share some of the lessons you've learned and with being six years into the business you're a fair way down the journey I'm yeah. going to assume it as a given that you've learned a hell a of a lot, lot in that time <laughs> and we were lot. just talking before we started about how much digital changes and how quickly it changes um, so let's get into some of the insights that, that you can can share from your experience with Styled by Bella if you guys could turn back the clock uh, or if you Katarina could turn back the clock what would you do differently when you started your business uh, obviously with a focus on the online side yep so definitely would have uh, launched online a lot sooner than okay. what we did um, back when we started dress hire there wasn't much dress hire around it was very very new and there wasn't um, I guess a online platform for it okay um, so we didn't even really have a website. It was kind wow. of just like a catalogue online that we created. Sure. And, um, and it was all very manual, I guess, was, was very, it? It was very, very manual. Yep. So we would have girls call us up from Sydney and it was really hard to process things. So one thing that we would do differently is definitely look at launching online a lot sooner. And so where in the journey did you, did you go to e-commerce properly? Uh, probably about three years ago. Okay, so about halfway. Yeah, yep. halfway. Okay, so that, that's awesome. And so for people who are about to start or have just launched an e-commerce business, what do you think they should focus on right now in the first six to 12 months of their business? Marketing and social media. And can I ask, Katarina, you're a um, fashion blogger yourself, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. And do you have a good solid following? Is that an important part of Styled by Bella and your marketing? Yeah. So when we launched Styled by Bella, I was very fortunate to have a large following at the time, which helped. So that's yep. why every time I get asked um, business advice, I always tell everyone, 
make sure that your social media is strong yep. online because that's what drives traffic to your website or a main, um, I guess, traffic source. Yep. Most of our referrals actually do come from Instagram on the back okay. end of our website, you can see. Yep. Um, but And collaborating with influencers as well, I think is absolutely so important. Yeah, and particularly in the fashion in the area, fa yeah. it's, it's incredibly powerful, isn't it? Very, very powerful. So that's what we've done. Um, yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. And so you guys are six years in yes. at this stage of the journey, and this might be for people who might be sort of four to five to six years into their e-commerce businesses. Um, where should their focus be, do you think? Definitely focus on online. We... Um, like I said, one of our mistakes was not focusing on, on online enough because we had our store. Yep. Um, but definitely people who do have a business and do have a shop front um, that might be lacking online, definitely be focusing online because online is national. Um, or international. Or international. It's worldwide. There is no limit. Yep. Um, and it's a 24-7 open shop. Commerce without borders, without a time clock, without needing anyone behind the desk That's or there it. to open the door and switch off the alarm and make a coffee for the people <laughs> coming right. in. All of those awesome things that e-commerce uh, allows you all to do. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you won't get any argument from us around that. Um, it's interesting, though, with the bricks and mortar store because I think in some sectors we're now seeing companies who have started on, in online only and become successful are now deploying bricks and mortar stores so that they can give their customers uh, a, a physical experience as well. So there's kind of two sides to that equation. I completely agree with what you're saying. Mm. But uh, yeah, I think you know a good example is the Kelly Slater brand, uh, our clothing brand in fact. So he's kind of in you guys' fashion area, but he, they've just launched bricks and mortar stores, I think in LA after being digital only for about two years or something. Wow. So yeah, there's a, there's a, it's interesting in the e-com space, there's that sort of dual thing happening. Some businesses are rolling back their bricks and mortar and going just digital and others that have started as just digital are trying to get that physical experience so people can come in and I guess look and feel and touch in real life. So yeah, yeah it's an interesting one. Um, if there was one key ingredient, and I think I might know what you're going to say to this question, uh, key ingredient to successful e-commerce, what would it be for you guys? Marketing. Yeah, and social media. Yeah. Yeah. And have you Definitely. guys shifted your approach to the way you use social media, like say in the last two to three years, or have you? We have. Um, social media now has... Like, if you look on our Instagram page, actually, there's a theme going on. Okay. So it has to be very appealing to the eye, and um, it's what draws girls to the page and the product. Yep. Um, that and social media, you can actually now also, which is what I love, is you can tag your product in your post, and all girls have to do is tap on the post, and it takes you straight to the website. Yep. So it's become even quicker. Yep. Um, the demand online um, is extraordinary. People don't want to browse anymore. So the way we do use social media now is completely different okay. because it's developed. So the quality of your content has gone, has up, gone up and it has yep. to look better and so I guess more, more professional, yep. more focused, more attractive and also you're finding that you're getting more direct engagement like the customers are more prepared to sort of purchase or order directly direct, from yep. the social platform. And you can see the good thing with social media is as well now is you can see how many customers have tapped on that product, how many 
people have swiped up and went directly to that link. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it does definitely change the game and how we use yeah. it. And Facebook are doing more and more things to sort of bring your products closer to the people who are using their platforms to, to engage with the brands. There's some, uh, there's some other exciting stuff coming through. Uh, I went to a Facebook um, presentation in Toronto in June actually and they've got some really exciting things coming down the pipeline which will do exactly that, make the products more accessible, mm. more directly accessible. Um, to the customers, which will which will help you guys and everyone else who's using social media to drive traffic. Um, so let's have a really quick chat about Styled by Bella and Shopify. Did you find Shopify and start with it from the beginning? Um, my sister actually came across Shopify. Yeah. So um, to, I think we ordered um, an outfit from an online store and they had printed off the invoice and on the bottom it said powered by Shopify. All right. So then, of course, my sister, she does all the um, tech stuff and does yep. all the websites. So she yep. straight away went and jumped onto Google, researched Shopify, and I think within the next day she had already started building yeah, wow. the website. Yeah, <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah, we have always um, used Shopify in terms of online hire. Um, but yeah, I have to definitely have to thank my sister for that. Yes, yeah, so I'm Alexandra <laughs> was the one who was much more hands-on yeah. than you were, Katarina, which is all good. We can't. We, you guys have got some nice complementary skill sets, and and you do overlap on the on the choosing of the products and the fashion, don't you? You yes, both share. Yes, we do that together. Yeah, I guess that's the really fun part for you guys, right? I think that's the most stressful part. Oh, is it? I we thought it'd be the most fun part because you're basically shopping, aren't you? We are shopping, but there's a lot of. Um, I guess a lot of thought that goes behind every purchase. I mean, both me and her have different styles. Sure. Um, and sometimes I'll buy something that she might not really like or she'll buy something that I don't really like. Okay. But it works. And how do you so sort that out? Do you have a cage fight or how do you make those decisions? <laughs> yeah, something like that. No, yeah. we do. Uh, it's one for one. So one week I'll buy something that oh, I wow. like and she'll... Um, then she'll buy, but it works because you have both of our styles in one. Yeah, which sure. Which is really good. And and then the, you, you're being attractive to different women who who might go in one one yeah, direction so or the other. Yeah, no. So it's really good. But she's definitely um, Alexandra. Definitely, I have to hand it to her with our website. That's all her. Yep. Okay. Good to give credit <laughs> where credit's due. Yes. Very good. Um, and so, I mean, I'll get you to just sort of, I guess, answer on Alexandra's behalf, but in terms of the startup experience, you know, how was that experience with Shopify and building Shopify the site? Shopify was really easy to use. Yep. And that's one thing that we found and we loved. Um, yep. It Just having the apps all there and knowing that you could build this website yourself. Um, yeah, my sister's done an absolutely amazing job um, with finding the apps to work with our business, with the online booking system, making sure nothing overlaps. Um, I think she just introduced a new one um, with shipping where it gives you all the fastest um, shipping companies to get to your customers yep. straight away. So. Um, looking into that now. Speed is really important, Speed is it? They is want it yesterday. Yeah, pretty yep. much. Yep. So, um, no, Shopify has has been and is really easy to use. And so you guys are um, you guys are hiring. So you have a whole different sort of set of processes around hiring something because you have to take a booking for the for the dress, do you? Yep. So the way it works, they jump online yep. um, and you will select the date that you need the dress for. Okay then we know that the dress has to arrive at least 48 hours before, so two days before yep, your event, yep, unless yep. there is a delay from a previous customer. 
um, and then it will arrive the day before. And is all that, um, the calendar bookings or the requests around that, are they all happening off the product page? Yes. Yeah, yep. okay. So the calendar is set up in the back end um, where it only allows a four-day hire. So when a girl um, jumps on our website, hires the date she needs it for, it tells her exactly what date she needs to post it back. Yeah, okay. And how, I guess the packages can be pretty large, can they? Like the size of the, what you're shipping is pretty big with some of the gowns? Yeah, not too big. Um, they get folded really up. Nicely. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and is it all included for it to go out to them and then come back to you? Is that yeah, just all so wrapped the, up in the higher price yeah, effectively? Yeah, so in the higher price, we've included the dry cleaning postage to them and back to us. Yeah, so it's a really simple experience for extremely your customer. Extremely simple yeah. and extremely affordable. Because the more you give them to worry about, the more uh, reasons they have not to use you, right? Yep. So the so more, more taken, streamlined it is, the better for you. We've taken all the stress from them and yeah. planted it on us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's what you need to do. Yeah, that's really, really interesting. Um, what do you reckon were the, uh, the, the top two most important lessons you learned about e-commerce in the early days of, of the site going live and you guys shifting your focus to online? Um, definitely making the site more user-friendly. When we first launched Star by Bella online, <coughs> sorry, um, because we had to pretty much build the um, back end ourselves and the calendar and trying to make yep. this online hire website where online hire was very rare, yep. um, we didn't probably have the right calendar system up sure. there um, and just making it more user friendly. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's uh, that's a, it's a big thing and a big tip and, a, and the little details can make a massive difference to conversion rates. Um, so the product, in general with e-commerce, products and the people who you want to turn into your customers are, are really central and important. So can you comment on that around, you know, what sort of understanding uh, you guys at Stole by Bella have of the of the women who, who are your clients? Like, how does that how does that work in the business? How do you get to know them and what they like and love and, and feeding that back into the business? So we've launched um, live chat on our website. Okay. So our customers can actually jump on our website, have a chat to us, ask us about um, certain sizing styles. They tell us about themselves, um, any insecurities they have or yeah, don't want to okay. show. And then we really build that rapport with them. Yeah, online, and you direct them to the best products. And direct product. them to the products. Okay, yeah. awesome. And you run that live? We do that live. There's no automated Q&A in that system? No, it's yeah. live. She's probably talking to a customer now. Oh, right, there you go. So we're doing a podcast <laughs> and Alexandra is chatting with a, with a customer right now from her phone and giving us some advice on... Uh, the next beautiful ball gown and what might work for her. Is that about right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that because my awesome. phone vibrated. That is awesome. <laughs> well, good on you too. So that's, uh, uh, you know, the whole digital nomads and digital gypsies. You guys can work from anywhere with as long as you've got a smartphone with that's you, right? It. And that's amazing, tablet. isn't it? Um, so how, how has your... You mentioned just a minute ago about um, making the user experience or the customer experience better and more streamlined. How has your understanding of presenting your dresses on the website changed since, since the beginning? We definitely have cleaned up the website. I think it's really important um, to make sure that the products are displayed correctly, the website's clean, there's not too much going on yep. that's going to 
um, I guess, tire people out going through your website. You want it to be easy and for them to be able to filter through your products. Yep. So whether they want a cocktail dress, a ball gown, um, more casual wear, it needs to be so accessible for them. Um, and not too much roaming around. Just one click, there it is, and you're done. So you mentioned casual wear. So you guys, you guys yeah. hire out or sell casual wear? We hire more like jumpsuits, um, okay. things that aren't ball gowns. Okay, I see. More for girls who just want to um, have a night out with their girlfriends. So okay. we try to cater for everything. So it's still sort of for an occasion, but not a super formal yes. occasion. Yes, it's correct. not like you're hiring out torn jeans and sneakers. No. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool, I get it. And I guess that brings us to the point that while you, you have been um, clothing higher for most of the life of the business, you've really recently started to sell online as well. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so we work with um, two different brands. So we work with Porsche and Scarlet, which okay. is a brand that we've stocked for since the beginning of Star by Bella. Where are they based? Uh, Melbourne. Yep. And then we work with CEC, the label as well. Um, and what those two businesses have allowed us to do is they have allowed us to have a um, custom order for our clients. Okay. So girls can come in, they can try on the higher dresses that we have there available, but then we can order that gown in for them so that they can purchase. Okay, right. So we right. have that available on our website and um, when girls do come in for their private fitting. Um, and yeah, so we they can purchase the gown instead of hiring it. Yeah, okay. And how is that working for you guys? Being really, quite... really well. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So, so now your brand is so established that you're finding it easier to sell now, whereas in the beginning maybe the hiring was would have been the strongest point and selling might have been more difficult. Is that fair to say, do you think? Definitely. I yep. think in the beginning um, everyone was steering away from selling. Yep. Um, hire was the main focus. Hire still is the main focus. For sure, for sure. However, the option to purchase is there. And, and the more options you can give your customers within reason, the, the better it is for them and potentially for you guys yep. as well, right? Very, very good. So let's talk about branding and your niche. I mean, you guys are in a good position because your niche is very, very clear. You do essentially the hire of um, formal dresses and gowns, so that's a very, very good niche. In terms of the brand, your logo, you know, your brand identity, how, the, how your business looks and feels, how big has the role been that, that those things have played in, in the business and, and over the time? Massive. I think it's really important um, for your brand to have um, uh, its, I guess, its own, I don't know how I would say this, it, like its own face or representation. People see your logo or um, even the colour scheme, they should be yep. able to recognise that that is your business. Absolutely. So and we will call that a brand identity. Brand and have you identity, guys. Yep sort of evolved that over time organically or did you start with that very tactically in the very beginning or how, how's your approach We've been to that? We've always kept our um, brand logo uh, black and white. Yep. Um, as it's very classic and clean and yep. that's the way we've always looked at our business. Yep. Um, it has evolved through time, um, I guess with the going from being called Bella to then Star by Bella. Sure. And, um, just changing the font and the way it fits on our invoices and websites. So yeah, it's okay. definitely evolved, but it's remained, the colour scheme has remained the same. Yeah, and what about the way it projects through to sort of the tone of voice or even you mentioned before your Instagram imagery has, has changed and become higher quality and I guess more tactical in some ways. Is that true? Yes, no, definitely. Um, we had to change. I guess with online 
everything moves so fast, so you yeah. have to be with the times and move just as quick. So when um, the new logo came about, which was Style by Bella, um, then we started to clean up the Instagram and even more than what we did and really started to present our product and create an even cleaner theme. Yep. So when you go on our page, it's very appealing to the eye. And you've seen your engagement increase it's as you make those increased. changes. And yep. we've been growing like crazy. That's very good to hear. Congratulations. Yeah, One you. day you might need a Shopify specialist agency to work with when it all becomes One too day. much. <laughs> and you guys are jetting around the world Never choosing know. frocks. <laughs> Jeez, I am shameless, aren't I? I apologise. <laughs> I can't help myself. Um, so obviously your niche was set really from the very, very beginning yes. and, and do you, and your brand is evolving as we've said and becoming stronger and more effective. So around branding and communication, what would you, what advice or insights would you share around that for other e-commerce business people that might help them kind of get a jump start on, on those things if they're in the early stages of their business? Advice I'd give them around branding. Branding is really important. So I as a just like marketing branding goes hand in hand absolutely um, so i would focus on that and really um create you brand awareness and um simplicity, simplicity is important simplicity, isn't it yeah yep. simplicity is important don't make it don't make things too difficult and i yep. think that's what a lot of businesses do these days yep. they try to overcomplicate. Um, their logo, brand, image. Say um, too many things at it's, once. It's way too much. Yep, yep. Now, simplicity works. I agree with that, and that's that's really good advice. So let's talk about customer value. I imagine, you know, for you guys, this is going to be really relevant. A lot of the times in e-commerce, we're hearing about this idea of lifetime customer value. So the the value you might get from a client over, let's say, one to two years of them engaging with your business. Obviously. It, that's based on the idea that it's much easier to get an existing customer who's already happy with your business to return and buy from you again, or in your case, hire from you again. Um, what do you What do you guys think about that concept, and how do you maybe, you know, engage again with your customers to encourage them to come back and, and repeat purchase? Well, without customers, we wouldn't have a business. So, Completely. Um, customers are really important to us. We've had um, girls who have been with us from the beginning, so yep. from six years ago, okay. and have absolutely stayed loyal throughout this whole time okay. and have referred many of their girlfriends to us who have also come and stayed loyal. And so how do you encourage that sort of loyalty and encourage that sort of dedication to your brand? We've, I guess, uh, I mean, number one is customer service. Yep. We we, that's always been the number one rule and building that rapport with them and understanding the customer. It's not about, we've never ever been about just pushing a product on someone and getting that sale. No. We've always looked at the business as helping women. So yep. a woman comes to you, she's telling you her insecurities, she has this event to go to and she wants to look amazing. Yep. So our goal is to help her. Sure. And not to just sell her the higher gown. So in that way, you guys must be dealing in a very individualised way with every on individual one. customer, yeah. right? So as you say, they've got their own insecurities, they've got their age and, and, their, and their body types and their shapes and the things they do and don't like about their body. So you're kind of getting to know all those things so you can give yeah, them a, a, better, a better level of help and get them looking their most awesome in, in a gown that's it's going to be right for them. Definitely. And building that trust with them as well. They trust you and they're telling you those things and yep. I guess we get the satisfaction when they walk out of the change room and they love what they see and Completely. you know thanking us and we've had customers bring us 
boxes of chocolates and flowers. Champagne? Make, oh, not champagne yet, but If anyone out someone. there is listening, <laughs> these two would love some champagne. Some champagne. <laughs> and I think they've earned it. You're not teetotal, are you? No. No. So they, they drink, they like yes. a drink, and they like champagne. You we look like the sort drink. of people that enjoy champagne. <laughs> I love a champagne myself. There's nothing so wrong with that. So that'll be nice, but... Uh, yeah, well, no. let's see if we can achieve that for you guys. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, we've had some beautiful customers come back, and it just um, reassures us that we are doing the right thing. Yeah, absolutely. No, that, that's really, really good to hear. Do you have any... Do you run any sort of um, customer loyalty programs or customer review apps in the website, those sorts of things that are... Or, um, you know, email automations or flows that are sort of helping you engage and re-engage with your existing customers? Email marketing, um, we do do. But okay. the loyalty program, it's funny you mentioned that because okay. we were actually speaking about something like that uh, just last night. Really? <laughs> yeah. Ah, very interesting. So, yeah, so they're comp- the but you're not doing that. They're doing- At the moment, we're not. Yeah, but that's we, interesting. Um, spoke about it last night. Yeah, it's funny because we have a lot of conversations with businesses that are doing pretty well, and and sometimes I say to Scott, you know, these guys are, you know, they're still just using Mailchimp in a really basic way, or they don't have a, a structured loyalty program, or they're not gathering that data and doing the segmentations to, you know, target the customers based on what your business knows about them. Um, it's a big talking point that, and that, that just sort of proves it in a way that you guys are having that conversation too. Yeah, just last night. So yeah. it's funny that you um, just mentioned it. Yeah, yeah. We've been working with Clavio a lot in the, in the sort of the automated EDM flows type. And what you can do with that sort of platform is incredibly powerful. And also loyalty programs. In fact, we're about to um, put up a blog, uh, I should say a podcast and probably a blog about the importance of uh, a loyalty program and the sort of value that, that you can give you guys. And it's not about, as you said, it's not about, you know, going out and being hard sell. It's about engaging with them around the things that, that are going to help them more and what you know they're already interested in. But, um, yeah, there's definitely some powerful things you can you can go in down there. So we've already touched quite a lot on marketing. Um, let's just come back to that for a moment and then we're kind of getting towards the end. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the majority of the marketing you invest in is social media, am I right? Yes. And so, what percentage would be Instagram for you guys? Um, 99% is Instagram. Oh, 99%. Instagram, okay. A lot of our referrals come from Instagram. For sure. We, and I can imagine that's the perfect channel for you. Because all the young girls are on there, they use it. Um, and not just that, we, like I said, we've actually collaborated with quite a few big names yep. um, that have been on reality TV and, um, you know, me having a blog myself. Let's have a name drop. So Come on, Katarina, let's not drop some celebrity names <laughs> here. So we uh, collaborated with uh, Jessica Power from Maps, Married okay. at First Sight. Okay, yeah. We collaborated. I know, I know a girl that went on Married uh, uh, Mel, uh, Mel Lucarelli. She was on the latest uh, episode of that. I worked with her for some time in radio. Yeah, so yeah. Mel was on that episode with Jess. Was she? Yeah. There you go. So Six degrees of separation. <laughs> have you so, dressed Mel as well? No, we haven't uh, dressed Mel yet. Mel, if you're listening, get on board. <laughs> but um, we did dress, we've dressed uh, Jess quite a few times. Awesome. We dressed Innes on there. We dressed Rachel um, from The Bachelor. And what sort of engagement do you guys get on the back oh, of that? Oh, and Brooke from The Bachelor right, as well. Right, right. So, we've, yeah, we've worked with quite a few people and... Do you get huge spikes when you publicise that? Yeah, I can So imagine. that's been really, really good for us. But, as a, you know, 
we look at them as our friends. They've been with us. Um, like Jess actually had hired from our store prior to the show. Right. So um, And so had Brooke. She had okay. come into the store before that. So we've built this really good rapport with them and um, they've just become super loyal. And do you encourage your customers or your clients, the women that you, you dress, to um, post social proof of them looking awesome in the gowns that you've helped they them do. find? Yep. yep. So they do a lot of posting for us, whether it's Instagram stories, um, Instagram posts, they do really um, go out of their way and market okay. business. And so just finally, um, what do you think are your like keys to... I think I can understand how you engage your customers, but then what's what's the key to sort of channeling them through and getting them to hire from you? What's central to that for you guys? So like I said, we've launched online chat, so yep. we have that. So, so giving um, them help and live help. help. Live help, they're knowing that they can contact us at any time. Yep. And giving them a sense of security. So with us now online, um, touching base on what we've learned, um, we've launched a backup dress option so a lot of girls, when they hire online, they get a bit scared. Will it fit? Won't it fit? So now we've launched backup dress options. So you can get two. Wow, that's so an awesome idea. So you get one dress and then you get the backup dress for half price. That's a great idea. So we have to do something to create that security. Yeah. Because being a girl myself, knowing when I do order an outfit online, there's Very always nervous. that worry. Yeah. Will it fit? This totally. way, if you have two, one is bound to work out. Oh, that's there. an awesome idea. Yeah. So you've really identified something that's very specific to your market. Yeah. They're obviously, it's a big occasion. There's a lot riding on each night out, and that gives them that backup plan, that so parachute. They have the backup plan, yeah. and knowing that all of the costs are already included in the higher cost, so there is no extra charges when you reach checkout. Yeah. Um, it's super simple and easy to use. Yeah, yeah. I think, I mean, what I'm getting from you guys is, is fantastic in that you really invest the time and the energy to connect with your customers, understand them and then feed that understanding yes, back into the yeah. business and it's so crucial um, and good on you for, for doing that and being in that in that point. It sounds like there are some new technologies that you could probably benefit from but we can talk about that when we've wrapped up this if you like. So Katarina and Alexandra off to the side, thank <laughs> you so much for joining us both on the podcast. Uh, it's good news that Alexandra has only had to um, edit Katarina like, what, six or seven times? Yep. No, I'm kidding. Not once. <laughs> not once. So you've both done very, very well. Thank you for coming on to the Cuts podcast. It's been great to meet you and Thank hear you about your success story, guys. Yeah, my sister here. It's Hope been a pleasure to chat. Hopefully we'll see you at one of our meetups soon. Hopefully. Yeah, or whatever. But, uh, yeah, thank you once again. Awesome and all the very best for Styled by Bella in the future. Thank you. Thanks for listening, guys, and our huge thanks to Katerina and her sister Alexandra from Styled by Bella. Um, they help ladies all over Australia find awesome uh, gowns and dresses for formal occasions. And as you heard, social media is really big for them. Instagram is massive for them. Um, it's interesting to hear the way they approach that. Um, they have a hire business as well as sales. So they have a few different things going on in their Shopify site. Really great as always 
to speak to uh, another merchant who's doing something uh, their own way, a little bit of an unusual sector, uh, a nice niche and specialisation there. Great to chat to um, the Style by Bella team. Um, if you would like to come on this podcast yourself, feel free to reach out. We're always happy to interview Shopify merchants, agencies, app developers. Um, we're, we're happy to hear everyone's stories and have a conversation. Everyone's got great insights and are always happy to share, which is one of the things we love about the Shopify community. Thanks again for listening in. Um, my name's Ben. I'm your host. I'm a director at The Cut. Um, and we are also always here to help Shopify and e-commerce business people with anything from branding to shipping challenges to new apps, definitely e-commerce specific marketing, automations, all that sort of thing. So don't hesitate to get in touch. Look us up on our website. Thanks very much for listening once again. And don't forget to Shopify till you dropify. Thanks for listening. Access e-commerce expertise from The Cut anytime. Visit thecut.net.au and connect on Facebook and LinkedIn.